Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. going on guys welcome back to the wealth accelerator podcast nice to finally be back home it's been a crazy fun couple of weeks in arizona and in vegas sorry i got a little behind on episodes been living in a trailer for a week and then we were in the hotel room in vegas it's just been super crazy busy but getting back on track here so much fun stuff happened these past few weeks i'll I'll walk you through a little bit of it these next uh couple episodes here until we're back caught up So as you guys know, my number one favorite gray horse, Cash, he got hurt a couple weeks before I left. So I had to take our younger bay horse. Uh, We we call him the puppy. My little sister named him. He's just like a little puppy dog. He likes to come up and nestle on you and get pet all over. So pretty fitting name for him. But I was riding him every single day, working really hard, trying to get him ready to go because I hadn't really competed on him a whole lot before we went. And this is the biggest roping of the entire year. I'd hauled him to some smaller ropings that are local and stuff, but he'd never really gone anywhere far away. So everything that we did these past two weeks was just brand new for him. We left Auburn about two weeks ago. It was December 4th. It was on a Wednesday. We left the house at 5 in the morning. It took us like 15 hours to get to Wickenburg. It's just a crazy long drive, but we finally get to Rancho Rio, and this place is insane. They call it the team roping capital of the world down there. There's just hundreds of horse trailers and so there's so many people there, so many ropings going on for the whole week leading up to Vegas because everyone wants to practice and rope before the biggest roping of the year. So it's nighttime, we're all tired, we unload the horses and we have these portable stalls that are on our trailer. So we take them off, hook them up, we, we use the side of the trailer as one of the walls and we put the panels out around the trailer so we have three stalls set up for all three of our horses and we fed and watered horses and just passed out we were tired so i was dead asleep and all of a sudden i hear this huge crashing noise outside my buddy justin he looks out the window he's like dude the puppy got out and where we parked we're in this gigantic pasture and there's a wash right next to us and i I don't know wash is an arizona term but it's like a used to be river or it is a river when it rains really hard, but it's just a, you know, where the water used to run, it's all dried up. But if he gets into the wash, he could have just taken off to who knows where that at that point, he's just totally free. And it was like two in the morning at this time. So if he got nervous and, and found the entrance to the wash and took off, there would have been no help to find him. And who knows where he would have ended up by the time daylight came around. So we jump out of the trailer, I'm in my pajamas. And the puppy, he's just running circles around our trailer and the and the neighboring trailers also. Like, he didn't really want to run away. He didn't know what was happening. He was freaked out. And he wanted back with his buddies, so thankfully he was staying decently close. But every time we'd get close to him, I'd try to put the halter on him or, or just reach my hand out to pet him. He'd just snort and take off running the other way and doing laps around the trailers. I was getting so frustrated. I wasn't really sure... If he was just playing around and excited or being a jerk and angry that he's been riding in the trailer all day, but 
he was dang sure not listening to me at all. So I tried grabbing some hay and I'd put it in my hand, see if he'd walk up to me. He'd get close, take a sniff, and boom, he'd take off running again, around and around and around the trailer. So, you know, after 10 or 15 minutes of this, I'm, I'm getting kind of pissed. It's, it's cold out. I was tired. I wanted to go back to sleep. And this dingus, he just, it seems like he's never going to let us put a lead rope on and, and get him back in his stall. So after a while, my buddy Justin, he had a genius idea. Um, when we're at the house here in Auburn, the pastures are pretty big here too. So when we go to get the horses, we take a little bucket and we fill it with grain and we just shake it. And then the horses will come running. We'll give them a handful of grain and then it's easy to put the halters on them. So Justin grabbed a little bucket that we had and he filled it with rocks and he just shook it. And that same sound, the puppy just literally followed him right into the pen. I didn't even have to put a lead rope on him. So the next morning we, you know, go to look at everything and we're just wondering how the heck he got out. And where we had put the stalls up and parked our trailer, it was kind of a, a hole right there. I mean, it was like a big indent indentation of a saucer pan in the ground. So I think he was just eating some food and and his food might have got in that in that whole area and he might have poked his head underneath the panels and somehow he like shimmied under it because everything was still latched and intact while he was out circling the trailers. So I mean already night one, way more excitement than I was hoping for. But anyways, the next morning we we woke up. It was Time for the first roping of our two weeks that we were going to be on the road. So I got the puppy all saddled up and we walked towards the arena, which again, it's pretty far away from where we parked. It was probably a good seven or eight minute walk from where we had the trailer at. And holy cow, from the from the trailer to the arena, you would have thought that we were in a haunted house with people chasing you with chainsaws and screaming at you with how the puppy was acting. This one lady, she had an umbrella and he jumped so fast, I about fell off the side of him. We saw another banner and the banner shook a little and he just freaked out and he's got his head all high. He's whinnying and prancing everywhere, looking for his friends. Oh man, it was, it was a train wreck for a while and I was getting really frustrated with him and, and he didn't really work very well at all that first day that we roped and I didn't have any luck roping that day on him. So that night, you know, I'm just, just kind of flustered and annoyed and I'd been putting so much time into him. I was hoping that he was going to show up and, you know, just be ready to roll. But I started to think about it, and I was just thinking, you know, he's so young. He's never been in any situation even remotely close to this before. So the next couple of days, he just got better and better and better. And all of a sudden, it was just like we were at home in the practice pen. He was focused, working really, really good, and he was just relaxed. It was like we finally hit the light at the end of the tunnel that we'd been working for for so long. I mean, we always knew that this horse had potential to be an amazing horse, Probably even be better than my gray. But it's hard to be patient. We want the results right now. It's hard to see the little tiny steps that are actually taking place that lead to the final destination. But when we do put in the effort and we wait, over that long period of time, the reward's even greater. So when we're building a financial plan for you, it's so crucial that everyone understands we're not going to be seeing results from our work tomorrow or the next day or the next day. I mean, you not you might not even be seeing huge strides even in the next year, depending what the goal is. But I get it. It's hard to not want to see huge progress quickly. Every time you open up your account, you're hoping that you just gained 50% in the last week. It's kind of what I was wanting out of my horse. I'd figured we'd been riding him for two years now. He's just turned seven years old. Boom, it should just happen now. But it was an unreal expectation. 
If your goal is to get out of debt, start a college fund for your child, start saving and investing for a new home purchase, retire at age 50, no matter what the goal is, we have to trust the steps that we put into place and stay consistent with them. And that's part of my job is to help you keep that in perspective and hold you accountable so that at the end of the day, we can be successful. You know, I was thinking about it. The puppy also taught me a ton about younger investors. When I first started my career as an advisor, I worked with a lot of young professionals and constantly got the same input from them. The majority of them, they had no experience with investing or financial planning, and they were kind of just a little nervous about it all. A lot of them felt that it was way over their head, hard to understand, and they thought that advisors were going to look down on them and not want to work with them for their lack of knowledge and for not having a million dollar portfolio yet. But I told all these people the same thing. Hey, you, you have to start somewhere. Nobody just all of a sudden had a million dollars in their IRA. They all started learning the basics and getting help from someone. So don't feel bad at all asking me things that you think are too basic. I mean, I asked those same questions at one point too. In that perspective, it, it would always give them confidence both in themselves that they really can start investing for their future and it gave them confidence in me as well, that I would be there and help them each step of the way. I still always get excited when a young person wants to talk and, and get into investing because starting early makes such a huge difference in the long run. So those are the lessons I learned from the puppy on week one of my trip. It's pretty amazing how uh, just how horses are and how much you can learn just from being around them. But if you want to talk about your portfolio, your goals, and what we can do to help you reach those goals, then head over to my website at hunterlowry.com and schedule a call with me. I'll give you a call. We can strategize and just see if we'd be a good fit to work together. At the worst case, at least you'll have a couple good ideas of where you can go to keep your momentum going or just move one more step in the right direction. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. And if you haven't already, would you please go rate and review my show also? I always love to get feedback and just helps me learn how I can keep improving. Again, thanks so much, guys, and I'll be back soon with more news on the big trip.